What's up, Japanime fanimes? Welcome to Wea Boomers, the only vintage anime review podcast on Gigaboots. I'm your host, Japanime Danime, and with me is Bob. Get this thing off my neck. From Gigaboots. No, that's the stream caller. You have to keep it on for the whole stream. <laughs> Dr. Agro. You wouldn't recognize a goddamn vampire if one jumped <laughs> up and bit you on the end, end of your, your fucking dick. dick. <laughs> and Chris Wolfhart. I, I, I just watched the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad that we watched such a vintage anime that it was the source of, quote, the second worst line in all of anime dubs. <laughs> the famous YouTube video. That clip is amazing. Mm -hmm. What a um, <sighs> ripened dub. <laughs> this dub is immaculate. Just to be clear, the Blu-ray for Cyber City Oedo 808 comes with two dubs, three dubs. It comes with the original Japanese and subtitles. It comes with a U.S. dub, which is oh, uh, what we're talking about with Chicago and Boston accents. And then the U.K. dub, which I'm going to go back for later. <laughs> Bob. Yeah, what's up? Why did we watch Cyber City Oedo 808? Hideo Kojima <gasps> suggested it. He said it was like cyberpunk edge runners. <laughs> you tell me Kojima was watching cyberpunk and he's like, wow, this is like one of my Japanese animes. <laughs> yes, and then he peed himself. <laughs> Dude. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, yeah, no shit Kojima liked this. For people who don't know, Cyber City Oedo 808 is in fact an anime that is cyberpunk. There are literally cyberpunks in it. <laughs> yes. In extrapolation, they call them that. It's a really cool trio of little uh, vignettes in this OVA where uh, you get focus one episode-like thing on each fucking character. The trio being fantastic. How would you describe the trio, Dr. Agro? Really, really late 80s. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I really appreciate Benton's hair. It's so poofy. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, Benton is full of elegance and grace. He's not going to force his way through a situation without showing off how incredibly good he is at dodging wall lasers. It's, uh, it's really good how the tone of each episode reflects each character. I, I am a little sad that um, like they, they all three got an episode, mm -hmm. but, but the Hiei of the group never, never got his episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but our main character for the first episode, Sengoku, do not remember last name. Why would you? His name's fucking Basara. Sengoku. Right? Basara! <laughs> it's him! We found him! We found him! Um, I believe it's Shunsuke? 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 Oh. Uh, sure. But yeah, Sengoku, uh, in the US dub, curses a lot. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, ever... This is one of those old manga entertainment dubs. <laughs> it's it's exquisite. Peak. It is Peak manga entertainment dub. It really is. There's so many absolutely incredibly good lines. He's like, Okio got herself trapped in the lift when the uh, terrorists took over the building. Let me call her up and see how it's going. Hey, how's it going? Oh, we're doing fine. The elevator stopped. We're trapped on it. He's like, ha ha, better hope none of you have diarrhea. And then he hangs up and it's just like, what the fuck? That's just my special way of letting her know she's in deep shit. <laughs> yeah, he literally <laughs> said that. Yes. <laughs> <It's>, 
But no, this is uh, this is actually really cool as we follow these criminals who have like a 375, 296, and 310 year sentence, and they need to work it off by catching other criminals. They work for the cyber <laughs> yep. police. So you're saying this is some kind of suicide squad? Yes. Yes. I also like that that Freedom War stole this plot. I know. It's <laughs> yes, so it good. did. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like the, the chief of police is just that guy from Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah, he yeah. straight up is. Yeah. I forget that character's fucking name. Oh, who knows? <laughs> uh, let's I got see. This. Let me, I will look it up right now because they're the exact. His design is exactly. It the is same. fucking identical. I have to wonder which one came first because, like, this is. Uh, you, you, you started in 1990, I think. Yeah. And this came out in 1990, so yeah. I guess this came first. It was, it was in the air. Because he doesn't exist until the next chapter, like, or the next saga, basically. You're talking about this motherfucker, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Center yeah, right. Yeah, the one in the front. Yeah. 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 It, it was weird because I saw him. I'm like, you're just that guy from Yu Yu Hakusho. And then later on, I was thinking, you know, this this one's really kind of the the Karama of the group. And then 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 I kind of extrapolated out, and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Sakyo is his name. Yes, Sakyo. Oh, yeah. yeah. Man, he the, the Karama even uses a replacement for the Rose Whip. But it's, uh -huh. just the, the, it's just razor wire. Just razor wire. Mm -hmm. It's fucking rules. Which is also very similar to the Lucy and Blade Runner. <laughs> Sorry, Ed, Edge Runners. There you go. <laughs> this is one of those things where I, one of those times where I watch it, a thing, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> this is where so many things came from. <laughs> yeah, like the opening song. Just starts like some Mega Man X track. I don't know specifically which one, but every time I'm like, I know this is a Mega Man X song. Oh God, now I need to go listen to it and find out. Yeah, it, emotionally, when you hit things like this, it feels like, imagine you had gone your whole life without understanding your parents got food out of the fridge. <laughs> and then I, you discover there's a fridge in your house. That's where the food is stored. I have a, a hint for why that is. Uh-huh. This is done by Madhouse from director <laughs> Yoshiaki Kawajiri. You might know him from um, Ninja Scroll, <laughs> Vampire Mercy, Bloodlust. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Basically, anything you think of that studio for early on was him. Yeah, yeah. You can you can see it here. This is just vintage anime cyberpunk. Yeah. Yes. This this truly deserves to be covered in Wii Boomers. It is just too peak. It's hitting eleven. Yeah, th this is this is definitely like we heavy Wii Boomers core, where it's like it's violent and cool as shit. Yeah, yeah, and it's even got proto Gendo. <laughs> yes, <laughs> dude, that fucked me up. There's like some Gendo ass looking motherfucker in the building that the terrorists take over in Data One: Memories of the Past, and he's just like. Yeah, I killed a motherfucker 15 years ago, and I don't know how he's hacking into here because he's fucking dead, but he wants me dead. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing the hand thing. He just has orange glasses that look different. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Oh, my I, God. I, I even thought about how the the person who dies in Ava uh, is kind of similar <laughs> to this. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're talking about like Ritzko's mom as she ends up at the magic? Uh-huh. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. I, I really loved it how as, as soon as that got revealed, their boss was like, just go back and kill that guy. Everything yes. will be fine. I know. Yes. It, it had this energy of like, <laughs> he kept me from finding out what happened 15 years ago. So double fuck him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Look, the digital cyber de demon wants his blood. Kill him. <laughs> and then Sengoku goes, I'm too much of a Sigma male. I'm going to go fight this skeleton. And, and defeating the skeleton kills the first guy inadvertently anyway. Yep. yep. It was like a little bonus. It, like the, the him fighting that skeleton was just it it was goddamn it was peak is what it was. <laughs> it was it was peak and it was peak anime cuz it really felt like he he was like He's predicting my movements. I guess I'll just not let him do that. And it works. <laughs> it's just, he's like, he's predicting every way I'm going to dodge. If I just shat up and don't <laughs> dodge, <laughs> his mainframe will explode from how big my dick is. <laughs> what a smart anime. Yeah, fucking rules. Is, uh, he's the smartest dumbass alive. <laughs> he's so good. He's, he really is somewhere between Bean Bandit and Yusuke Urameshi. See, I thought Space Dandy. Because mm. mm -hmm. they have like the exact same haircut. God, I, his fucking coat is, I've never seen anything like it. I it, mean, he's wearing a big red coat, but it's it's like cut like a jacket in the front. Right. It's the most <laughs> 80s coat I could ever imagine. But that has like the full trench coat tail in the back. Mm -hmm. It's they're like tassels on a fancy tuxedo, <laughs> but they're huge. You know, we mentioned the dub curses so much. But they're, they're, it's it's genuinely hilarious. It's worth watching just for that. But there's that really good line where she's like, hey, can you take me out to dinner? And they just dubbed in the most insanely long-winded bullshit excuse that could crawl out of his mouth. <laughs> yes. uh, it's raining and uh, it's, today's not a good day and all this other uh, shit. not good energy today. You're a cop and I'm a con and I'm broke and I'm really tired. And, <laughs> and, I, and I don't have any money. <laughs> and then just, at the end of it, it's like, yeah, sure, I guess next. I'll just rain check. <laughs> It's perfect. It's a very 80s tough guy relationship. It's, uh, it's very nice. You know, it's a peak 90s dub when a character goes, eh, what the fuck's this? And it's just the funniest shit in the world. <laughs> the way they deliver it. No, it's it's really good. Yes. Uh, also, the, the iconic line for the first episode, all right, Bozo, this time I'm downloading you straight into hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just this is my favorite kind of, of of science fiction writing where the main character does not exist inside of his setting. Like this is the same guy from every other turns to his giant blocky robot, give me my giant gun. It's weird how this guy is so blatantly the main character of Police Knots. Yeah, this this <laughs> definitely inspired Police Knots. 100% this did. There's a 0% chance that this did not directly cause that. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Madhouse. Madhouse fucking rules. Yeah, this era of Madhouse is something we'll never see again. No. It's too beautiful mm -hmm. for this world. I mean, in the behind the scenes, which there's a 53-minute manga entertainment behind the scenes they were talking about. Oof. Yeah, Madhouse wanted to do a thing, and they were thinking about doing other things that were kind of cyberpunk. You know, Akira had come out, and it was hot shit, but they were just like, meh. Let's let's do our own original thing and see how that goes. We get to own it, and if it succeeds, we keep making more. And if it doesn't, we don't. And I'm like, oh, 
<laughs> right. <laughs> These three episodes are so good. They're so tonally different, too. Yeah, where each one focuses on a different character, I'd love to see them just keep going and us either switch between the characters or, like, more team-ups. Or, like, the Nightsabers show up. Yes, of course. <laughs> God, I wish that Bubblegum Crisis was this good. <laughs> yeah. Bubblegum Crisis is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's not this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, I, I was impressed how great this was. Like, I was like, man, there's only three episodes. I've watched, like, at least 12. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's also one flub in the dub. That was so funny. It's like, Mashiba, this is a pleasure. This is a surprise. <laughs> I was like, wait, why'd they leave that in? Was that a flub? I thought it was just dissing him. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell. It literally sounded like a fucked up read, but it, maybe. Yeah, maybe Edgar's maybe, right. Maybe the delivery just didn't convey to me that it was supposed to be a this is a pleasure. This is a surprise. <laughs> Man. <laughs> God, that conversation between their head and the army special corps or special ops head as they're just talking about like, oh, you have some super cyborg, psychic cyborg mutant, huh? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he took that fancy toy, toy of yours, smashed it in a million pieces and shoved it up your ass. <laughs> and the guy from the army corps goes, well, that's something to look forward to. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that second episode, like... The third episode is the one about vampires. It's so and good. And the second episode is the one where it kind of doesn't make any sense. I, but no. what are you talking about? The second episode is just Robocop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the second episode is just like, well, psychic powers are a thing in cyberpunk sometimes. I guess we'll make a psycho frame. Oh, no, that one's fine. I'm just, what? Okay, someone uh-huh. very simply explained to me. The army's no, plan. I, I can't. Well, you see, they got a file at random for this hacker dude who works for the protagonist team. Yeah. He, one of the three criminals from the protagonist team, uh, Goggles. Yeah. Google, Goggle, whatever you want to call him. Uh-huh. He works there and he's like so cool. He's the coolest. <laughs> so he's got they, 150 IQ. It said that on one of those spec sheets. So if they can prove that they can, their robot can beat him, that the government will... Buy the robots for police protection and wait a second. This doesn't make any sense. (laughs) No, no. Keep keep going. It gets worse. What I interpreted it as is this military guy fucking hates the leader of the cyber squad and is like, I'm going to get them to replace these shit, these cops with my psycho frame. Yes. So I'm going to trick one of the cyber cops into going AWOL and then show the government my test against this fucking this super convict who is working for the police that'll prove that I should be in charge of the police with my psycho frames. Let me see if I can nail every step though. I'm gonna try. (laughs) So in order to get this government program approved of and bought into by the government to arm the police officers so that way our main character organization no longer needs to exist because he doesn't like that they use convicts as police. In order to do this, they're going to leak the plans for their psycho frame to a hacker <laughs> that they knew would connect them to Sarah or Sarah, mm-hmm. who is an old friend of the main characters who they then want to betray the main character to kill him. But he's going to fight the psycho frame because the psycho frame is going to come for them. And they tricked him into driving away with her to save her from the army so that way they could send with justifiable means the psycho frame after 
him. Yes. But, but the, and, but, then, and then, five minutes later, when she's dead, uh-huh. they just arrest him and force him to do the test. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. It was a brilliant setup where every step was fully justified and not insanely complicated and so much worse a noir story than any episode of Cowboy Bebop. Like they, 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 they drive the truck over to the side of the road by the lake and they're having their, this is part of Jet Black's complicated backstory <laughs> yes, moments. Yeah. 100%. And but between the moment when that scene starts and the moment where she is uh, fucking no windshield, hands off the wheel, both hands on the gun, driving a truck at the psycho frame, I realize, <laughs> lady... Why are you and your accent even here? She's like, well, I want to represent Jersey or something. (laughs) We can't just let the robot. I like that she's nanny adjacent. She's Fran Drescher core. (laughs) Yes. Oh, God. See, I watched it subbed, so I didn't get that. (laughs) It gives so much more to her character. (laughs) It definitely does that. Um but yeah, I, I feel like episode two weirdly deals with some of the more interesting cyberpunk themes you expect. Mm-hmm. Yes. But fumbles it really bad. Yeah. <laughs> so it ends up having some cool parts, but kind of the worst part of the show. <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel like the interesting parts is seeing how the head of the uh, dogs, you know, because they in the original script in the Japanese, uh-huh. they, 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 you know, he's the kennel master. Nice. They they keep calling him that as a, as a joke because they're his dogs. They wear collars. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. <laughs> For some reason, U.S. dubs like pigs. And I'm like that. You you missed. Mm. How did you miss this? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but listening to him deal with the Army Corps guy and them just cursing so much at each other and clearly <laughs> hating each other, and then the ending of just like, hey, you can give yourself up now, or you know, wait for me to get a fucking. Uh, what, what is it? Subpoena. Subpoena. Yeah. Oh, okay. in, in English, he was like, you can turn yourself in now or you can wait and I can send my guys after you. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> yes. the English version. The Japanese version, they're like, you can wait a couple days for me to get a subpoena for this shit and I'll be back. <laughs> I just love how he's like, yeah, uh, I'm in charge of this special division of the police in this city. I'm just going to arrest an army general. I know. <laughs> yes. I like the this plan for the army makes even less sense because they are using the technology is literally illegal <laughs> in every way and involves using people they kill. <laughs> yeah, no, that recently it's deceased. So, it's so fucking funny because it's like, what is what is this psycho soldier's powers? Well, it has really powerful psychic waves and can like catch debris falling on it and launch shit. But also it has like extendo claws because yeah. we thought that was cool. So yes. It fucked me up so bad because I'm positive I've seen this exact mech design and something else. And I'm like, God damn it. There are 30 years yes, of my so life to I. look back on and think when. Yeah. When did uh, well, I, I mean, see a it? lot of those elements are very common in, oh, yeah. in stuff. Um, it is rare to see one powered by cheer wine. Yeah, that is actually. <laughs> I, was, I was actually weird that I didn't make the joke. I was going with Mountain Dew Code Red. It's a gamer mech. <laughs> When we first saw, like, its silhouette, I was like, oh, hey, Sigma. How's it going? <laughs> I actually, you know, Bob made the joke of RoboCop 2. I legitimately thought this shit was going to be an N209. I just, I, I thought it was because it's in dark at first, right? And you can't really see it. I'm like, this shit's going to come into the frame and just literally look like it. <laughs> it's just going to be that. I like that we're going to start the test. Hand goggles, the world's most inaccurate machine gun. Yeah. <laughs> Part two of the test. I'm going to get into a military aircraft. 
<laughs> and just fire endless rockets at this thing. I uh, The thought that it could deflect the bullets psychically is really, really neat. Like, you see the simulation early on of just, like, the bullets flying at it, and then it just careening off, and I'm like, oh, so is it going to deflect that with its hands? And then they show it, it's like, no, he just he's just looking at it, and the bullets are ricocheting off, and it's like, oh, that's, that's really cool. And th- that's, I believe that was the moment, Bob. Yeah. Somewhere around then. Maybe it was in episode three with vampires, but I was like, see, this is a problem with modern video games. They aren't cool as shit. <laughs> yeah, that was during the vampire episode. I mean, the vampire episode is literally everything I want out of fiction. So <laughs> yeah, no one is brave enough to make something like the vampire episode these days. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just I'm like, oh, it's like Galerians plus fucking uh, uh, what is it, Parasite Eve? I think someone would be brave enough to make that these days, but not just have Dracula show up at the end like He's they did. So right. good, God. <laughs> Yeah, he goes full, like, obscenely powerful Castlevania Dracula. Yeah. No, this is like some Rondo of blood shit. This motherfucker's strong. I I really thought this fight was going to be over when he airlocked him. (laughs) I thought it was going to be like, oh, we made this serum and only this serum infused Jute can kill Dracula. Uh, Not if I airlock the bitch. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, looks like looks like all your mysticism didn't predict the vacuum of space, <laughs> which which I always love. It's like no mortal weapon can kill this thing. Well, they didn't have rocket launchers back then, right? It was great in the dub when he referred to that jute as a katana. Yeah, I was I'm like, like yeah, that's '90s Japanese info for you. <laughs> it's a weapon from Japan, probably a katana. <laughs> I gotta wonder, do you think the other two guys' jutes also have mono wire in them? No, I think they each have their own special jute. I oh. think that's the idea. That's the idea, but man, those other guys don't like. It's just it, it can't be as good as the piano wire. That shit's insane. <laughs> Motherfuckers cutting guns in half and arms off constantly. I don't know, man. Mono, it, it, it's kind of like a lightsaber. If you don't know how to use it right, it's, it's a little <laughs> more dangerous to you. When the robotic panthers attack him. Oh, God, that rule. And he tops their heads off. That might be the best scene in this whole show. Like when, when you said like no one's brave enough to make stuff like this, that's the exact scene I thought of. Of course. Like you're not going to be watching a Netflix streaming series and he like he opens the cryogenic chamber and finds the rose petals. Like no, that's that's where the scene ends. It, it nobody's going to write and then he looks up and another chamber opens <laughs> and fucking Battle Cat jumps out. Yeah, they're literally He-Man enemies. <laughs> it, op- it opens its fucking mouth and there is a laser gun in <laughs> the mouth that yes. beat is so good it is uh i also appreciate the scene in that episode where the cyberpunks trap him in a cage mm-hmm. they're oh, so God. confident they got his ass just that big tex avery cartoon cage falls on it. yes <laughs> this is of course the episode that has the line you wouldn't recognize a vampire if one jumped up and bit you on the end of your dick of course it has that. But uh, Which I went back to watch that Japanese. And he's like, vampires are tragic creatures, really. <laughs> I know. forever young, but they always crave human blood. I'm like, what the fuck is going on in the rest of this show? Slightly, <laughs> slightly different. Slightly, very slightly different. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I really like the line. It's like, hey, your friend seems to be losing his grip. Now leave before you lose your heads. Because he cut that dude's hand off. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's a really good addition. In Japan, they only had the now leave before you lose your heads. And then and then his acquaintance shows up. Mm-hmm. And I'm struggling right now because 
the moment she steps on screen, yeah, I had a reference for her outfit, and I cannot now remember what it was. It looks so much like a dirty pair outfit. Yes, dirty pair. <laughs> she just rolls up in this cyberpunk anime with a dirty pair outfit on, and I'm like, fuck, you can't just do that. <laughs> Oh, you're talking about Kelly. Yeah. Which I think they mistranslated as Carrie. Anyway, yes, that. <laughs> yeah, that was fucking me up too. I'm like, she what is, is she this is the shit? best fucking side character in a mystery I have ever seen. Cause she shows up and says, You need to leave this alone or I'll have to kill you. Common thing. And the next time she shows up, she's like, All right. Now we're going to rifle joust. Yes, that was the conclusion. We aren't just going to kill each other. We're going to rifle joust. In case it hasn't been apparent yet, this is this is pretty fucking good anime. Yeah, like the only problem is no more. Why don't I have? Yeah, like why why isn't there like nine more episodes of this? <laughs> The, this, the world wasn't brave enough. This was one of those things I was going to remember fondly at the end of the second episode. And then the third episode happened, and I'm like, oh no, this is like forever embedded like Master Mosquiton. It's just in there forever now. I mean, when, when part of the episode is taking the elevator into space to fight a vampire, <laughs> yeah. right? That doesn't go anywhere. It's You're so stuck. good. It's so good. And he has a fucking Dracula as hell throne room. Yes. Yeah, that was the God. That was just fucking sci-fi gothic as hell. It was so yes. good. She's just like, bro, I had anemia. What the fuck? <laughs> Why did you turn me into a vampire? <laughs> He's like, so I could be a vampire dipshit. She's like, well, too bad. I'm a psychic vampire and I'm going to kill you now. Too late. The vampire virus is already working. And I'm just like cramming popcorn in my mouth. <laughs> I really like the part earlier in that where uh, some Goku shows up. Is like, get away from her. She's dangerous. And he says, I prefer dangerous women. <laughs> See, yeah, that was the thing. He's like, I don't like nice girls. And then later he's like, Kelly was too nice. And I'm like, I guess that's why she's dead. I don't fucking. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's, oh man. Oh God. So good. The third fucking episode is like fucking amazing. <laughs> Jesus. The yeah. weirdest thing is I think it's the shortest one. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just remember looking at the time by the time the second episode was done. It was like, oh, my God, <laughs> there's barely time left for the third. Yeah, I, I had that feeling as well. Yeah, I this, this was really good. <laughs> God damn it, Hideo. <laughs> Miss even once. <laughs> Never. It's an absolute classic. God. But yeah, so I see how watching uh, Cyberpunk Edge Runners. You would be like, ah, oh, yes, I remember good anime. <laughs> it, it, it actually does. The, the Goggles Hackerman makes reference to ice and to demons. Uh-huh. It's all here. Yep. It's good. I want to mention mm -hmm. that super skyscraper in episode one. Yeah. What a yeah. cool setting. Oh, yeah. Right. What a cool... It has, a, like, a giant gyro in it so it can stay <laughs> up. That right. was yes. so good. Yeah, like I like buildings where if there's a power failure, eight hundred million people die. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, it sounds like the entirety of that city would have collapsed if that continued. Oh, like, I the first time they panned over the city, you know, there, there were a lot of like really skinny buildings, and I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I was a Blade Runner kid. I like my cyberpunk buildings chunky and stable, but then they do that shot up into the clouds, and I'm like, this is fucking amazing. I'm like. I'm like, oh, that's that's pretty good. It's a that's not a skyscraper anymore. That's a sky piercer, haha. And then right. later, it's like, so on the space scraper, and I'm like, oh shit, they get it. Then the thing, like the, the thing crashes into Gendo's window, and the pressure differential oh, almost yes. sucks him out. That's fucking good. That scene. I'm just like, this is the safest place on, on in this building. <laughs> <laughs> their little their little boxy robot friend. Varsis. Varsis. He's like, Varsis, shut down the elevator. And I literally shouted out, shut uh, shut down all the garbage mashers on the detention level. It's and then he fucking walks over and they could have rotoscoped the R2-D2 <laughs> animation yes. of interfacing with the computer. It's true. God, I love so much of the interactions with Varsis. I, that, I wish that we got more Sengoku, honestly, throughout all of these, just so we got more of him interacting with Varsis. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I mean, there's the part in... Um, what was it, episode two, where he goes to dive into the Army Corps to figure out what their special ops thing is. Mm -hmm. And he God. tells Varsis to go fuck itself. And it's like, why do you want me to copulate? I don't understand. <laughs> I am robot. That whole thing with the two, they just kept cutting back to the two of them in a hallway somewhere in the base. Uh huh. It was just so weird the whole time. But then it all paid off when it culminated them in front of the firing squad in front of the <laughs> crusher. <laughs> Why does the military even have this? <laughs> I really liked that scene. It was so fucking goofy because it's like the lethal weapon looking motherfucker Sengoku just like punches his guy and then the other guy decapitates all the others instantly. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, wow, you're really lucky that the, the, the fucking lethal weapon guy chose you. <laughs> yes. I absolutely like after after the fucking psycho armor for episode two, mm -hmm. the crusher room was like, oh, God, this, <laughs> this is what special forces looks like when, you know, the corpse and the government bloat and bleed into each other and everything's black project money and back channeled and nobody knows really what's going on. So somehow the Marines end up with a techno torture room. <laughs> Just like go stand under the crushinator or I'll shoot you with this gun. <laughs> uh, bro, I don't think you know how to haggle. Yeah, I'm like, I think that I'll take the gun, please. <laughs> I'm so surprised that the Robocop was not killed by the crushinator. <laughs> yeah, because that would literally be the end of Terminator 1. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised when this wasn't popular American movie. <laughs> God, episode two, when Goggles gets hand-stabbed in the exact same place, at least twice. Yes. Yes. It was like, wow, he's still going? I also, Goggles can just punch dudes, punch this robot thing. Mm -hmm. Is Goggles cybernetically enhanced more than the eyes? I think he's just huge. Maybe. I think he's just a Chad. <laughs> I mean, by the time he was started wailing on that thing, it was already pretty shot. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got 150 IQ, so he's punching smarter, not harder. Because <laughs> he because he hit it he hit it with the fucking girder early on, and it didn't do shit. So I have to assume it's just like it's out of juice, right? But he's also he's able to pick up the girder and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! Yeah, like in in any other show, this is really a great way to describe the whole package. In any other show, the scene where the army officer has a gun trained on goggles while he's on the ground with a robot hand in his gut threatening to kill the army officer and then he pulls it off i'd go well that's just dumb like you should have staged that scene differently but no watching him get up pull the robot hand out of his stomach (laughs) take a bullet to the visor it just bounces off and then hawk that robot hand through army officer's neck yeah, just like fuck. yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> Reagan's president, and the economy's gonna grow forever. <laughs> uh, yeah, it does feel that way. <laughs> yeah, so something I really like about that fight. Somehow we haven't brought it up yet. Is uh, the 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 guy in charge of these three? There, uh, the the kennel master. He has a button that just sets a timer for how long until the collar explodes. <laughs> yes, and uh, the, there's just a really good moment. Nah, you're not done fighting the Malkos. Get back in there. You, you got like five minutes. Get to it. Get up. Get up, you bum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so good. That that last shot after he turns the collar off in like 0.3 seconds and he's just sitting on the tower with that smile and we're pulling out to the wide shot. I'm like, oh, fuck. This is why you do it. This is why you make anime. <laughs> this is basically, if you like to think of yourself as an otaku of the highest order, <laughs> you need to see this. It is classic. It is powerfully boomer ass anime. <laughs> Did anyone else have anything else they wanted to say before we wrap this up? It's good. It is fucking superb. Kojima's recommendations really don't miss, except for I'm sure there's a couple times they probably did. (laughs) I don't know. I saw the tweet where he just said, I saw Wonder Woman. (laughs) (laughs) No, that was Captain Marvel. That was Captain Marvel. Silly me. I thought he did. I, I think thought he, he, he might have done it for both. Yeah, I think he pulled it out again for not the first Wonder Woman, but the second one for, for eighty-eight. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I never heard a single fucking person say anything about that movie. Positive. Yeah, no, that man don't miss. So, gentlemen, uh, would you recommend Cyber City 80808, uh, Bob? Absolutely. Agro. Uh, yeah, I am always of the opinion that you should never turn down an opportunity to watch. Uh, an 80s or 90s OVA. So even beyond that, you can go into this one with confidence that it's good. Yeah, basically anything from this director you should watch. There's no exception. Yeah. Uh, Chris Wolfart? Yes, I will absolutely recommend this. This is fantastic. The only problem is there wasn't more. Yeah, luckily I get an incredibly unhinged dub. (laughs) A probably more sober dub with a different soundtrack for some reason. The UK dub redid the music. Yes. But I don't think the actual dubs are different. Really? Yeah. Huh. huh. Yeah, it was, it was just the music difference. But there's so the much... music on the sub was pretty damn cool. Oh, yeah. The US dub has that same soundtrack. It is really good. Really, really good. But I look, I'm just saying, there's a whole lot of difference if Sarah's, you know, friend Drescher <laughs> or a British nanny. I don't... <laughs> it, it, it could change everything. I mean, I watched the UK one. It's it's that. Oh, really? Mm. What? 
Like I, I, I noticed that it had the UK and the US version, so I went back to the vampire line to check the difference. And <laughs> it was the same thing. Literal same line, just a different soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Same voice. Or I, I don't know what the soundtrack was like. There was no. Yeah, it was the same voice. It was the, the same. Weird. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Now I'm just watching it again for the soundtrack difference. The, you know, they probably just had different music rights mm. or choices. Okay. Well, this is the time on We Boomers where we say how many Pocky. Out of ten, <laughs> the visceral reaction for Chris—it's demonstrably not. <laughs> I'm gonna eat the whole box of pocky. Oh, oh, good. We 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 really have to fucking rank it out of pocky for our review on the fucking anime web turnpike. <laughs> <laughs> I give it pocky and rocky. Okay, what flavor of ramen do you think pairs well with this? The blue one. 